Here. You. Here we go. Yes, sir. Petty Edge Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the debut edition of the Petty Eddie Podcast. I'm your host, Eddie McDonald, and I will bring you every week or every bi-weekly, depending on when I can get there, when my friends can come with me, uh, my take on sports in the world of pro wrestling. Uh, I have a lot of friends in this in the field of you know pro wrestling. It's, it's crazy how that works. I'll get more into that later. Uh, but what I'm going to do on here is whoever my guest is, they're going to be a lot of my friends. They can say what they want how they want. I do not care how they say it. We're going to do it that way. Theme song, courteous of Montezzi Moore. Uh, shout out my guy, my brother. Uh, I'll see you in Tampa, sir. But he does an incredible job with wrestling theme songs. He has my theme song here. He has Justin Labar's podcast theme song. He has Sammy Guevara and Big Swole on AEW. Uh, Sammy Guevara just on AEW Revolution. So his, uh, his music's getting everywhere every week on TNT, almost every week on TNT. And then we uh, have it on pay-per-view at Revolution this past Saturday. And with me today, uh, a good friend of mine in, in this industry and, and a, a guy I met through a Facebook group, which we'll get into more of that here shortly. Uh, my man, one half of the uh, two-man Power Zip, co-host of Don't Try This at Home Radio. If you do not know what that is, I highly suggest going to wherever you get your, your podcast. Looking these guys up, him, my guy Gino, they do an incredible job breaking down what's happening in the world of pro wrestling. And, you know, I've chopped it up with them a bunch, and now they're going to chop it up with me a bunch on my uh, my podcast. I've been on their podcast many times, and we're going to keep it going. My man Jules here with me. Jules, how you doing, man? I'm doing great, brother. I'm happy to have you. I'm happy to be here on the show, Barnaby. Um, that, shout out to that entrance song. That shit, that shit is hard. Yeah, that's my man TZ. He does a lot yeah. of great work. Uh, he got exactly what I needed into it. Uh, after he sent me the song, you know, I sent him, you know, I love it. You know, all this, he's like, you're a Browns fan. Right? I was like, I am. He's like, well, I thought so. That's why I threw the Odell and the, uh, and the Baker line in. And then the line with, uh, Randy Moss and Randy Orton, my favorite football player ever, Randy Moss. And one of my favorite wrestlers ever, Randy Orton. And it was just a, a great theme for me to start this out. And I appreciate you coming on to be my first guest. Nah, it's, uh, it's an honor, man. I'm happy to be here, man. Um, yeah, man, what you want to talk about? Let's chop it up, man. I'm here. We in the building. 
So, so when I have boy, my Gino. podcast, it's going to be sports and wrestling. That's great. So I like when, that. When my uh, my guests come on, I'm going to give them the opportunity of winning the coin flip, so to say. So you get to pick. We're going to start with wrestling. We're going to start with sports. Um, let's start with sports. I, I always talk about wrestling. Let me, let's talk about sports. All right. You're a New York guy. Born and raised in Queens, correct? Correct. So you're New York everything? Not necessarily. I'm almost New York everything. I'm a I'm a Mets fan. I'm a Giants fan, and I'm a Laker fan. So that's where okay. it goes a little less. See, Laker fan, I knew that, but I just wanted to confirm. Yeah, uh, yeah. Some people, you know, they're fans of other teams because the Knicks, you know, they suck, and they've sucked for most of my lifetime and most of your lifetime. But you know, and I knew, <laughs> uh, when you know, when Kobe passed away. Rest in peace, Kobe. But uh, I know you were shaken up by that. I know I've seen you say on Twitter you couldn't watch some of the memorial things. I can't watch them either right now. I am not in a place where I can watch them. I find it's not. I can't even accept the fact that he's gone. It's just yeah, it's, it's not it's real. one of those question marks. It doesn't seem real. Still, it still seems like a bad dream. So to give you like the idea, so when I first fell in love with basketball, obviously. You know, being like being growing up in the nineties, I was a Jordan fan. So I was a Chicago Bulls fan when I was just learning about the game. Michael Jordan and everything. So it, he always played the Knicks. I couldn't, you know, so I was used to rooting for Michael. And then when he had first retired, like 94, I was like, you know, I got to start looking for a secondary team. And I remember when I was younger, I used to play like the Lakers versus Celtics games on Genesis and Nintendo. I always would pick the Lakers because they had yellow for a home team. So that always... That always, like, attracted me to them. Then, like, with anything I get involved into, I get obsessive about. So I like to know the history of it. So I was heavy into, like, classic sports. So I was learning about the old Laker dynasties. And I was like, you know what? Now that Jordan's uh, retired or whatever, I'm going I'm to be a Laker fan. Jordan came back. So I still was, you know, casual Michael Jordan fan, but I still had love for the Lakers. I love Nick Van Exel, Eddie Jones. Lottie Divac, Elvin Campbell, Cedric Sabalos. Now, yeah, a lot I'm of people who are play on this episode aren't going to know a lot of those players. Yeah, yeah, I just named the lineup. And yeah, we're not, the lineup. you know, we're not old by any means, but we're getting up there. But we've seen, you know, we've quite seen, a few players in our time. Yeah, we. Were, I think like like our generation is like really blessed because we've seen a little bit of everything. You know what I'm saying? Not, obviously, we didn't see like Will, you know, but we caught a little bit of Isaiah, a little. Little, you know, Miss Kareem, but you know, caught a little bit of magic, a little bit of Barkley. Well, a lot of Barkley. They see, you're a bit older. Than, you're how old are you right now? I'm 32. So you're 32. Yeah. So you're three years older than me. So you've had you had a little bit of a jump start. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I used yeah. to watch NBA TVs. They used to play those classic games all the time. ESPN yeah, Classic. Wars, I'd yep. watch all of that. I'd be submerged in all of that. I'm like, yeah, that's sweet. Like. Oh, those guys are whooping each other's ass. Yeah, that's what I want. Yeah, They're playing yeah. basketball and whooping each other's ass. Yeah, give me that. Yeah, yeah, I, I was the same way. They used to. It, it's a whole different game now. That's why the veterans be treating like the OGs be treating all the new players the way they was. Because when it was like damn near street ball back in the day, how like compared to now? For sure. But but that don't mean these new players is soft neither though. You know, they just it's just a different time. Don't. You know, it's more like we've we've sort of gotten past the buddy buddy era where everyone wants to you know link up and you know win championships there. But at the same time, we haven't because we'll have like two guys now. So in Brooklyn, it was uh, KD and Kyrie, 
And, you know, yeah. that hasn't panned out because Katie hasn't played yet this year. And Kyrie, Kyrie just went down with uh, the shoulder injury for the season. So he's having surgery on that. But, like, we don't we didn't see that a lot. But we're seeing teams team up, you know, uh, the Miami Heat with LeBron, Wade, and Bosh, uh, the Warriors yeah. with Katie and all of them. But, but now it's starting to slowly get away from that. And everyone's like, all right, you know, I'll get my guy that I want against you with your guys. So let's go. Yeah, it's definitely been um I see it going back to duos now. I'm really liking the energy between James Harden and um um homie from the Bucks. Like I think I think that it needs to get back to that where it's like, yeah, I don't like him. Right. He don't like me either. You know, you don't have to you know, you know a lot of players were friends off the court. I was just reading something on Twitter the other day, like uh, Jordan and Barkley hated each other in the court, yet they were playing golf with each other when the season was over. And, you know, uh, Magic and Bird would do commercials together, and, you know, they hate each other on the court. The Celtics-Lakers hate mm-hmm. each other, and that's, you know, that's something that you love. And that's something that correlates to both wrestling and sports, like that rivalry. You know, you, you're yeah. going to choose one side or the other, you know, for for America, it was either Lakers or Celtics, depending on which side of the country you lived on at the time. And that's the shit that yeah. I like to see. And, you know, I'm glad we're starting to see that a little bit. Uh, you know, I, I'm glad Steph is coming back. Oh, he came back tonight. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad to see that. Uh, get something out of rather than nothing from him. We're going to get nothing from Clay this year because he's recovering from injury. Next year, they'll be back. They'll probably have a top five pick, maybe number one. Who knows? That'd be crazy. If they got Obi Toppin or James Wiseman. With the addition of the Splash Brothers and Draymond, yeah, that that's going to be crazy. And, you know, so as a Laker fan, me and you have seen, you know, the ups and downs. We've seen a lot of ups with Shaq and Kobe. We saw the downs when Shaq left, and it was just Kobe on his own, basically. Shaq, or Kobe got pow, won two championships. And then, you know, injuries yeah. hurt Kobe down the stretch, but he still was Kobe, 60 points his final game. Everyone's like, oh, he should have yeah. taken 50 shots. Well, why the fuck shouldn't he have? It's his last game he's ever going to play. Oh, man. He gave everything in his yeah. life to basketball. Shoot the shit out of the ball. That's my guy, and I'm going to tell him that or anyone that every time. Go crazy. So, you know, we have that. And now we're getting back to, you know, where Lakers are getting up there. and You know, we're title contenders again. Last year, LeBron missed about 18 games, and then the young core missed about – 40-something games combined. That's not winning. Hey, and, man, and nobody talk about we was Go doing ahead. good right before that that game where um, LeBron got injured. That was like Christmas, I believe. Mm-hmm. We was doing good against Golden State. We had them up against the rope. I really like what we was doing. I think if we if we played a full season, because I love that young court. That's why New Orleans man. is like my second Me game. Me too, man. I love, love that young – I didn't want to see any of them go. I'm glad we kept Kuzma. He's been hit and miss this year, but I'm glad we kept him over the other side. I would have loved to kept Ingram over Kuzma, but I'm glad we kept Kuzma and didn't ship him off as well. But them young Pelicans, they're balling. Yeah, they balling. I like I like what they're doing over there. They going they got a few more years, but they're gonna be a, they're gonna be serious serious problem in the next few years if they can just keep it together. Oh, for sure. If they keep it together, you know the Lakers have I think a short shorter window. Uh, although LeBron. How old is he now? Thirty-five years old. 30, he's just five, he's just yeah. tearing up the league like he was, you know, ten years ago. You know, people want to discredit yeah. that, but you know, it, there's nothing to discredit. He's not the MVP. I'm gonna say that Giannis is the MVP, 
But LeBron is close. Nah, I'm sorry. I can't. I got to give it to LeBron, man. 35. Shout out to Giannis. LeBron doing at 35, man. Yeah, I, I can go either way. But Giannis has had all these games this year with, you know, high double-doubles or high double-doubles with, you know, a bunch of assists or triple-doubles. And, you know, James Harden said some shit the other day. I, I'm sure you saw this, that, oh, if I was seven feet tall, I would just run and dunk all the time, too. Well, Giannis is way more yeah, than just yeah. running and dunking. He can hit a mid-range. Yeah. He can hit the occasional three. He's going to affect you defensively and get his own shot from the defensive end going down offensively. That's just, you can't stop that. There's nothing that you're going to do with that. Yeah, he was just being greasy. But that that's that's the energy. I like that energy. Like, yeah, all he do is run and dunk. <laughs> just, I just don't get it. You know, I love Harden. I love watching him play. I love how he plays. Uh, he gets away with a hell of a lot of travels. A hell of a lot of travels with those Euro steps. But, you know, he gets to the rack. He gets to the free throw line. He can kill you from any which way on the floor. But come on, man. You've got to be smarter than that and say that. I know you feel you got robbed of MVP last year. Maybe you did. I don't know. But you yeah. didn't win it. That's that's what we're, you know, mm. we're, I didn't put two and two together. That probably is what the beef is from. It, it, yeah. And it went back a few years. I saw some things on Twitter the other day. You know that uh, I think it was Jonas maybe elder, maybe might have elbowed Harden or might have had some words with him after a play. That was back I think okay. when Harden was first on the Rockets. So like when Jonas was first in the league and all that. But you know I like seeing that type of shit in the NBA. It, it reminds me of again like pro wrestling. It's a rivalry. You know the Bucks and and Rockets aren't going to meet except for they have a regular season game uh, sometime soon coming up, and then they're not going to meet in the playoffs unless it's the finals. And, and the Bucks are probably we going to the finals. Rivalries. The Rockets aren't going to the finals. We love rivalries. This country is born, breaded, profited off of rivalry. Absolutely. Literally was born off of rivalry. Absolutely. You feel what I'm saying? So it's, it's we love rivalries, man. Rivalries are always going to win. It's, you know, granted – this is a little different situation because they play twice a year. Yep. But, you know, now these are two must-see games. There already was two must-see games, but now it's a little extra more sauce. This is the Bucks and Rockets might get that primetime Saturday night slot. It's not Saturday, then it's Thursday or Tuesday. They're going to be yeah. on TNT or ABC or ESPN. One of the, That's going to be a, a marquee game. I'm pretty sure the Bucks yeah. play the Lakers on Friday. That's going to be a marquee game. That's going to be huge. Uh, you know, top two team, top teams in the NBA, top two teams in the NBA. One's out west, one's out east. Uh, should be a fun one. Yeah, good finals preview. So they say. See, I think I think it I is. know we're gonna I be. In it. It. I, I know we're gonna be in it, and I, I hate seeing those people. <laughs> oh, the Clippers, this, the Clippers, that. All right, I get Kawhi's good, but Paul George isn't as good as you know he came from Indiana. There's nope, nope, but. You know, I, don't see, I don't see no team beating us four. No, I don't see it either. I don't it's, see no team beating us four. And I know Kawhi can I'm just, sorry. you know, score in bunches on, you know, not very many shots. He's very efficient. But, you know, we have AD and LeBron. And then who knows where you can get out of Dwight on a given night. Caruso brings a bunch of energy. Caldwell Pope can knock down shots. Green can knock down shots. Mm-hmm. Kuzma can mm-hmm. do his thing. You know, it, I just don't see, you know, like you said, no one's beating the Lakers four games out of seven. Yeah. So you're a, yeah, sure a Giants fan like as well. So we'll move on to that. Yeah. So you're a Giants fan. So have you always been yeah, a Giants man. fan? 
Oh, that that Giants fan is um day one. But shout out to John Elway. I I love me some John Elway. I can't front. Okay. I was a John Elway guy, Terrell Davis. I was more of a Brett Favre but, um, guy until I started rooting for the Vikings. Okay, what brought you to the Vikings? Randy Moss. So when I was seven mm, years yeah, old, I started okay. playing flag football because we didn't have tackle the whole way through like most places do. So I played flag football mm. for a bunch of years. The first team I was on was the Vikings, and that was so mm. 97 and 98. 98 is when they drafted Randy Moss. And I was like, oh, well, I played on the Vikings, so let's see who the Vikings draft. Because I was I, even as yeah, a young kid, yeah. I was in the draft. That's how I, I got to be a Kobe fan. And I'll tell that story at a different time, maybe even later tonight. Who knows? But – you know, all right, let's see who the uh, Vikings draft here. Oh, there's a, a speedster, you know, wide receiver that is, you know, really good. And I've always been drawn to wide receiver. That's my favorite position in football. And that, that was him. That was it. I just was drawn to him. That was my guy. So then I was a Vikings fan for That's years dope. until he left, you know, and, and now I'm a Browns fan. For those of you who do not know, uh, my grandfather is from Akron. He grew up outside of Akron and, uh, and then he got sick a few years back. And so, and then he passed away. Once he passed away, I was like, you know what? That's just it. That's my team. Cause I started slowly rooting for them. You know, when he got sick, then I was like, oh, that's my team yeah. now. That's it. I don't care how bad they are. I don't care what stupid decisions they make this that's week. Fire. And, you know, and, and I, and I get fire. shit on for a lot, you know, oh, the Browns stink. The Browns fucking suck. You know, blah, blah, blah. yeah, I've heard it all. I've heard every Browns insult yeah. you could ever imagined to me. And yet somehow there's new ones that keep coming up. But I think this year is going to be good. But but you're a Giants fan, you know that. But let me tell you something though. First off, number one, that's a noble ass reason to pick a team. So that just made me like there's Browns fans that's day one. But I would put you in that category just for the honor that goes behind why you ride. I appreciate that. that. So that's that's number one, and condolences and love to your grandpa. Number two. I like me some Baker Mayfield. I mess with Baker Mayfield. And then I'm a Giants fan, so I mess with Odell. So the Browns, because I was a little mad at my team this year because I didn't even like that we let Odell go. And why would you? Because that's so, you know, he's one of the best. He's not the best receiver in the league, but he's one of the top three to five, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely top three to five. I definitely, um, you know, it hurts to see him in the Browns jersey. But, you know, I, I really wanted them to do well because I wanted him to prove us wrong, too. I wanted him to be like, yo, wasn't, it wasn't an Odell thing. It was a Giants thing. You know right. It saying? was a Giants thing. And, you know, they tried, you know, shipping him to somewhere. Oh, it's Cleveland. You're not going to do shit there. Well, he might have had a down year, but he still had over a thousand receiving yards. And, you know, if him and, and Jarvis were healthy the whole season and. And that's another thing too. I think that was love. Like it may not seem like it, but like he's they sent him to his best friend. Right, his best Go friend. What, best what friend. more would you want? If, if me and you were best of friends since we were, you know, in high school or, or college, why would we not want to play on the same team together? Like, exactly. Like that's just what it is. But but how do you feel about your Giants going into next season? You know, Danny Dimes going to be the starter. No more Eli Manning. Uh, um, decent draft pick. So and Saquon, of course. So how are you feeling? I always, you know what the thing is, and that's just blind loyalty. I always feel like we, we especially out my division, I feel like we always can win a chip. We could, we always a good runaway. All right, with the NFC East, you know that division saying? is not 
one of the greatest ever. You know, teams get in with eight and eight records or nine and seven records. That's not out of the question for the Giants. I agree. The NFC East title is the twenty four seven. That's a title. great comparison because like, you never know who's gonna. You don't know who's it. gonna win that. You don't know who's gonna win that, but um, you you have us that went out the gates and and won a championship coming out the East. You have the Eagles that won a championship. You know, don't get it twisted though. A lot of them names I'm naming, respected organizations, respected winners, Super Bowl winners, you know, like um, Redskins, we already they know suck. what they do. They but they're, they're going to rebuild. I think Rivera's going to turn some things around, especially getting, you know, Chase Young there, number two. Uh, they better not go anywhere else. That's the pick they need to go. But, you know, they're going to be all right. You know, who knows how the other teams are going to be in that division. Yeah, we got to work on defense. We got to get the defense right. And we got to have – and it's not even just getting the defense right. We got to get the culture of defense back there. I think we lost that. We used to be very known for our defense. Not just – I'm not even talking to LT Errors, Strahan, Errors, goals. We were known for our defense. And that's what got um, you to the Super Bowl. We got to get that culture back. Defense. You know, Eli exactly. had his, you know – Got to get back in the Super Bowls, and then you know he did play well in other playoff games. So like, but the defense is what kept them Eli with to give Eli that shot. The defense absolutely. Eli's and over the legend. past, you know, probably Eli's a legend. I don't care what seven, nobody say. First by yeah, Hall, Hall of Famer, and I know we've talked about this before. Me and you went back and forth on this. I just don't know if he's a Hall of Famer. I get two Super uh, Bowl wins and two Super Bowl MVPs. I get that, but he's so uh, mid. He's like so wins. mid. He's so. Average, no, like, he's like 116 and 116 is a starter. Like, come on, like, I get two Super Bowl wins, both against the Patriots. A lot of teams was trash, he had to play with a lot of trash, too. He's, he's had a lot of trash, he had to play with a lot of trash, and a lot of de- and a lot of defense. Defense blew a lot of he blew a lot of games, too. He blew a lot of out of them 116, probably blew a good 80, but the other 80, see, Hall of Famer, maybe now, but first ballot. I, I just can't see it. I can't, can't see oh, it. Oh, man. And that's just. Oh, oh, come on, be brave. Be, okay, but that, okay. That's... Stepped out the shadows of a famous. Certain, certain things is Hall of Fame worthy. It ain't gonna I agree with that, but his brother is still be better some... than him. His brother is still the better Manning, regardless of anything. Okay. Oh, that's He won that's with the Colts. He won with but... the Broncos. He's passed a shit ton of touchdowns for that. a shit ton of yards. He did all that. Bless up. He did it and came off a yeah, broken sure did. Shout out to Kurt so, Angle. Yeah. Fellow Claren University alum like Angle. myself. Yeah. Talk, yeah. Talk that, talk that bird talk. But still, like I say, man, certain certain intangibles, it's just certain stuff. I can't I can't explain it to you, but that is no, I get it. certain I, stuff that's not on paper, man. I cannot be mad at it. I just disagree with it. And and you know, you know that you know this is my pod, so I'll talk the shit that I want on you know whatever you know I feel. But you know that I, I just don't, that's a great debate though. Is he a Hall of Famer? You know, I bet you'd get fifty fifty vote if we went out and like Family Feud and surveyed a hundred. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. Outside, 100%, not in New York. 100%. Can't do New York because clearly they're a little bit biased. No, nah, it'd be some people in New York. You'd be surprised, man. You'd be surprised, man. Them last couple years. Matter of fact, the whole run. It was always somebody that was a Giants fan that I knew that was like, we got to get rid of Eli. Every season. 
every season. So, and that's Hall of Fame worthy. How somebody tell you get rid of you every season and you ain't you only missed yeah. one game because yep. they benched you. Certain stuff is like it's not gonna come on a stat sheet. Like I'm, I'm saying, it's certain that ain't gonna come on a stat sheet. But that alone, in this football, being a quarterback and only missing one game because they benched you. Right. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I get it. I can get the argument both ways. But for the sake of argument, I just don't think he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. And that's not even for the sake of argument, actually. That's just me just thinking that he's not a first ballot. I get what he's done. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate yeah, seeing the, the good things that he has done because uh, we don't appreciate things right now. You know, we didn't really appreciate Steph Curry till like right now. I'm seeing him come back on the floor. Like, yeah, and, like yeah, he's I'm like one of my, right he's one of my yeah, favorites yeah. to watch. Like, he just, I love people who shoot threes. And I love someone like that who just does that. But, like, I do. I think. I think Steph really don't get his. I, I don't know where all that step. But see, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's it's it, all the see, great and it's the same thing in, in, in pro wrestling too. Through. It's the same thing in, in the wrestling that we love, that we talk about almost daily. Whether it's you know to each other, to the people in Suplex City, shout out you know Will and all them. Uh, yeah, I want to see you guys here in a few weeks in Tampa. Uh, but, you know, whether it's on Twitter, whether it's somewhere else on Facebook, whether it's in a group chat somewhere, you know, we're talking about wrestling, we're talking about sports. And that's, you know, that's what my passions have been my entire life, sports and wrestling. And, and you know, so like, and, and you, every, every conversation I've had with you has been, you know, a lot of the same thing, sports or wrestling, sports or wrestling, which wrestling is a sport, but I like it, to it, consider it just pro wrestling and sports. Like, that's just what I like to consider it, because pro wrestling is a whole different sport. yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wrestling is his own thing, man. And like, you just got to be a part of it to know it. And why? And what I mess with you most about is because we had it. We both realized that we have that same love for going back into the and archives. The archives. And so, what, what's the the pod, the other podcast that don't try this at home is? is... Oh yeah. So shout out to my man Ray Mustachio, aka who made his broad Casey. debut. Correct this past um, Monday in Brooklyn. Yes, yes. How was yes. that for him? First time how he was, was at Raw, him? which I is love crazy. seeing people when they go to Raw or a pay-per-view for the first time, seeing their reactions to how things are a little bit different than what you'd see on a house show. Um, You know what's crazy? I'm going to come clean. I didn't really get to chop it because we was in, like, both sides, okay. different sides of the Barclay. So, but, but him and Gino actually they did a little documenta- documentary. So, we got to look, you know, go follow, follow at Gino the book. You know what I'm saying? And uh, but speaking to him, I could tell he was very hyped. Right, you know right, what right. I'm saying? And like, like it was his first it's, it's, experience it's a, it's a, it's a of, of joining. Exciting Raw. feeling, even if it's a raw. You've been to ten raws. Another raw is exciting still because it's live TV. You don't know if someone's returning. You don't know if a major angle is happening. So yeah, when I went to Raw exactly. one time, I saw Sasha Banks win the the women's title for the first time. And that was fucking crazy. And I saw the debut of Braun Strowman one time where he, you know, squashed James Ellsworth, who then went on to superstardom. And, you know, it just it's one of those. I love seeing when people go to the shows for the first time. Like my, my friend and I, we've been to a few. So, and he brought his kids one time and they were their faces lit up as soon as we walked in. See, the kids just lit up. Their faces lit up as soon as, you know, we walked in there. And like. So that same night. I, I went with I left Queens with my man Sean Him and shout out Sean Him and the King of the Court podcast. Y'all go check that out if y'all like basketball and all that. They do anything over there. Shout out to Stevie, shout out to JT. Uh, it was Sean and he brought his son Jacob, and it was both their first times going to Raw. 
Jacob didn't even realize we was going to Raw. Okay. The whole time. That's even better so when they're surprised. Yeah. Yeah. He literally found out climbing, going into the Barclays and realized, oh, I'm at Raw. Right. Like, That's dope. That's it. Like, so, and I was happy that not only now in his first, you know, first time father, son, young black males, they see prime, um, prime time, Lord forgive me. They see what you call it, um, the street profits. Look, I'm about to call these things prime time playing street profits with the tag team titles. That's a great right, thing to see. You're a, a young, young five year old, right? Six year old, yeah. So, like, yeah, and 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 I'm one that's I, I don't like to say the word woke. But I understand, you know, the cultural differences of I'm a white guy, you know, you're a black guy, but we get along. But I can see like where it comes from, like where the negative comes from and also the positive. But something like that for a young five year old kid to see two African-American males do their thing, win the titles and electrify the the entire crowd, including himself. That's a great thing to see, like, especially for kids in general, but especially for, you know, the kids of color who they're going to be behind the eight ball, so to speak you know, going through life, as you know, you know, I'm, I'm sure you've experienced in life. And it's just one of those things that uplifts them at that time. And that's just a great thing that, that happens. Yeah. So like, and you're right, man. And, and, and that's what I kept telling him. I remember just kept telling him like, yeah, y'all got a good raw for y'all first raw. Cause you know, as you know, some raws, don't hit like that. Some WWE shows don't hit like that. So your first show right. may not be such a great experience. I like to break people. Sometimes I used to like to break my friends into like the golden era of ROH, like that mid-2005, 2008 era. I would bring all my friends to ROH. And, and that's, a, that's the thing I want to talk to you about as well. You know, I'll let you finish, but then transition to ROH because you're one that that I know is an ROH historian. So I watched a little bit here and there back in the day. You know, oh, I heard I of, you know, AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, CM Punk. I heard about those guys, Cold Cabana. And, you know, I'd watch what I could and, you know, it wasn't as accessible to me, but I watched what I could and, it, you know, it fell off through the years and, you know, it was just something that was there. But I know you are big on, you know, Ring of Honor. And- oh, Ring of Honor, man. What, what ECW was for, for that generation or which is, And I've heard that. I've heard that comparison period. quite a bit period. in my years of period. studying. And, and, and here's a hot take. Here's a hot take. ROH has more success stories than ECW. Hmm. Were you talking about ECW guys right. that made it okay. on the main roster? Okay, let's let's name them. The Dudley RVD. Uh, do you consider Dudley. Taz? Yes or no? We'll consider Taz just because his WWE run as a wrestler wasn't that good. Although he, you know, choked out Kurt Angle in my favorite Rumble ever that was on my birthday in two thousand. Yeah, yeah, that was that's that my, favorite my favorite all time. It was on my too, birthday. The, the card was stacked, but you know, then he went on to transition to yeah, be a great yeah, commentator. Yeah. You know, he was great for WWE for a few years, went to TNA. So we'll get the Dudleys, RVD, Taz. Uh, I'll say Tommy Dreamer just because you know he had his own promotion. He did his thing yeah. for you know ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me think of who else. That might that's. Now let me know. All right, so you can name a bunch of ROHs. You got Samoa Joe, CM Punk, Seth Rollins, Daniel Bryan, Daniel Bryan, Bryan AJ Styles. Excuse me, Bryan Danielson, Uh, not Daniel Bryan. Uh, 
And, oh, and, and I was Nigel about to say Nigel McGill. You know, and his got uh, Chronicle or whatever it was on the network was fantastic. If you've not seen that and you're listening to this and, you, and you're hearing us talk about Nigel McGill, go to the WWE Network and, list, and find that because that. that was Cause I remember all the I runs. knew some of it. I didn't know a lot of it. I knew why he couldn't wrestle anymore, but I didn't know the full gist of it until I watched that and that got – I was like, yep, any wrestling fan, you have to watch this. Uh, so that's what, four right there. And I love that documentary because that was the first time I seen ROH put in the same light as like an ECW when you go, when you have to tell the story of their classics right, right, going right. into that. Like, I love seeing it. I love see. I love that they did that because you don't really see that for ROH. You see that for ECW. So that's dope. We also got Seth Rollins. We also Cesaro. got Adam Cole. We also got Cesaro. Matter of fact, screwed. We okay, got the yep, whole Undisputed yep. Era. All of them far more ROH something. TV champions, tag champions, world champions. Um, I remember a time where Kyle O'Reilly and Davey Richards was a tag team. Bobby Fish and I knew Eddie Bobby Edwards Fish and Eddie Edwards. I did not know about the other pairing. I did not tell him out right now. I did not know about that. And, yeah, and I pride myself in knowing a bunch of wrestling. But there's mm-hmm. some things. And Ring of Honor to me back in the day was independent. But it was, you know, wasn't like a... Mm-hmm. Oh, here's a, a show I just went to at my local high school. You know, I saw some clips here and there, and you know, I no. saw a clip in a few matches. And I was like, "Oh, let me go watch this entire match now." But you know, that wasn't one of the big things for me, so I I didn't know about that second pairing. I'll tell you a pure fact. Back to 2006. 2006, you have Edge as a world champion. You have Pockets of John Cena as a world champion. Ray Mysterio as a world champion. TNA, Kurt Angle, AJ Styles, Samoa Joe's. Well, not Samoa Joe. Well, yeah, yeah, around 2006. But to me, if you had the ROH world title, you were the best wrestler right. in the business. Because yeah, you were a true wrestling Daniel, champion. So when Daniel Bryan had his run, and he was, well, Bryan Danielson, when he was having that run, to me, that's when he was. Like he, he, not when he got to WWE, 2006, he was the okay. best and wrestler I, and in I've, the world. I've, I've seen that's that why before. I went back and looked, and there's a compelling argument. I I can't think off the top of my head right now of 2006, but he's definitely in that top two to three discussion. He's not three. Yeah. So yeah. So that yeah. that you know that's cool. Yeah. So when I bring you know, my friends on this podcast from here on out, I want to know how they got into wrestling. Cause some of that shit like is intriguing me. Cause some of it might be the same shit that I was into. And then, you know, we just have, you know, evolved as a wrestling fans. So how'd you get into wrestling? Um, so the story has it that my cousin Derek, um, I don't fuck with him right now. So fuck him. But I'll, I'm always have love for him forever because he was the one that put okay. me on to wrestling. It was uh, WrestleMania 6, 1990. He put me in front of the TV, had me watch that, and I was turned out. But my first memories, I don't even know how I got on the channel, but it was seeing Sting on TBS and um, watching the WCW and getting to know him right. and Rick Rude. And That's a classic feud that, you know, you're that. a few years older than me, so I saw it. A little bit later than what you did, but I was, I, I love that feud. That feud was 
awesome. But continue. That feud is the reason why I never became a wrestler because I said I saw Rick Rude hit Sting with a chair. I said, right. oh, I don't want to do this. <laughs> but um, the Dangerous, Man, the Dangerous Alliance, Alliance is one Sting, of my favorite Luga. factions I've ever seen. You know, going back and watching, you know, everything that I could. You know, with the network now, you know, before that was YouTube and tape trading and, and all that. The Dangerous Alliance, one of my favorite, mm-hmm. favorite factions ever. Dangerous Alliance, most slept on tag team. I mean, faction. Uh, not tag team, but uh, what's that? Faction. I, I can, of all I can time. agree with that. Of all time. They most, might be the, the most slept, slept on, on, like you said originally. Yeah, they, they definitely the most slept on. I can't, like, because even everybody, like, you could say Nexus because they got broken up early. But Yeah, but Nexus wasn't Nexus shit while it was Nexus. It started off hot. That, that debut angle was fantastic. But then it just, yeah. And then we had, you know, the... Uh, yeah. Dangerous Alliance, what? though. Yeah. That's the way. Yeah, Dangerous Alliance. Dangerous Alliance, you know, is, that's it. Fantastic. So when I was younger, all the bright lights and colors and the pageantry of pro wrestling it just got me glued to the TV. That uh, entrance where they used for the, the original Raws in the Manhattan Center, uh, that's one of my favorite entrances. Then the one they transitioned to when they went to slightly bigger arenas with the green on the sides and the colors up top, that just was me and then you know at first you know when i first started you know my mom and and cousin they were hulk hogan fans okay well fuck hulk hogan first off fuck fuck terry i'm not gonna use i'm not gonna use the hh name again on this podcast or at least try not to because i don't think that guy's a good human being i think he's a piece of shit uh i just don't fuck with him i know you don't (laughs) fuck with him and nor should anyone because he's just a piece of shit He's a racist piece of shit. Yeah, I don't fuck with Hogan. But he I did I did no, love I did Hogan, too. man. That's the sad part. I That's why too. I, I then, really you know, did love Hogan. Then my guy was but... Shawn Michaels. Something about him, he came out, he danced to the ring, you know, he took his clothes, he took his vest off a certain yeah. way. He had those chaps that he ripped <laughs> off, the dangling earrings. I was like, I don't know what it is about this guy, but I like him. And then you know, he, for some reason his cockiness didn't draw me away from him like you know, a lot of young kids might. It drew me to him. I was like, Oh yeah, that's my guy. Yep. Oh so I'd be around the house when I'd be wrestling my wrestling yeah, buddies, that's, um, doing the Shawn Michaels entrance. Yeah, 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 yeah. The O'Neal boots. Shout out to the O'Neal boots. Shout out to Jico. That's that's definitely um his favorite. That would be forever my favorite. I got to meet him last year up in New York. Uh, you know that was awesome. Me and Will and uh, Corey all met him. You know, shout out to Corey and Will again. And you know, that was just awesome meeting him. I never thought in a million years I'd meet Shawn Michaels. Like that's my my that's one of my heroes growing up. Yeah, like that's heroes. Crazy. And you know, yeah, and yeah, and I did. Speaking of New York, you know, that's where I met you, you know, face to face for the first time it was last year. And it felt a lot like a homecoming because a lot yeah, of you guys, that's... whether you're you live in New York still or you're just from New York and have moved away like Will, uh like Will did. Uh I'm sure there's a few others that moved away and came back or aren't very far. CJ was in New Jersey, but he's still right there. You know, it was like a homecoming and it was cool to be a part of that because, yeah, you know, yeah. I met a lot of you, a lot of you guys. And it was just like, Yo. oh, these people are just as dope as like you talk to me and me and you online. That's just is exactly how you came off. You knew exactly who I was before saying anything. You and Lo, uh, you know, to me. and you know, I was like, I mean, yeah, like, oh, yeah. we know who you are. I was like, oh shit. Like that was like cool to me. Yeah, you know, you know what was it? It was it was so funny because I it was um and Lo could definitely agree. Shout out to Lo too. Um, 
So me and Lo, we t- like you know Gino was a little not really in Suplex City, just like right. So it was really me and Lo, and we really got to know y'all. So when we had seen y'all, it was like we seen cousins. Like yo, you know y'all niggas. Like what up? Right. The city was good. Exactly what time was. What up? What up? Exactly you know, how I love. never. I never had seen love. you person to person ever in my life. You know, I knew who you were. You know, obviously yeah. seen Facebook and, and Twitter was... posts and, and talked with you. Didn't know didn't know you from anyone else. Yeah, Just, exactly. Or I know him exactly. from and we, and we chopped it up. Man, and there was that part of was so much down. fun. And, a... and, and I'm sad you can't be there this year, but next year we're all going to L.A. We're going to do that next year, and L.A. is going to be big. Yeah, but, yeah, you know, I'm this year in Tampa, you know, it's going to be fun. Last year... My first mania ever, and it was just—it yeah, was a dream come fun. true. There was nothing. First mania. Oh, that was your first second mania. time in New York City ever. Wow. It was a dream come true. And and what's what's real fucked up is I didn't have my luggage until Saturday night after the G one at MSG, which MSG was awesome. Bucket list checked off. Mm. I was bucket you list was at checked the G1 off too, right? Got to go to MSG. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was awesome. Didn't have my luggage until after that show, so I wore the same clothes for two and a half days. But it just didn't. It, it didn't bother me. I was like, well, "Fuck it." <laughs> I didn't stink. I had deodorant. Well, you ain't I had stink, though, me, for the record. And then I washed you up a little stink, bit, you know, yeah, in the showers, and I was like, "You know what? Fuck it. I don't smell bad. I, you know, I have all, everything I need. I have my my wallet. I'm good." That G that, that was crazy. That and it, was it was cool crazy to be there. Too, I didn't understand what's happening in the end zone cast part, but I guess I was. Sort of the point. That whole that whole ex- I don't want to make it hot, but let's just say a former ROH manager of a tag team champions and he's managed tag team champions. I seen him in the hallway. Okay, he served me an edible in the garden stairs. I'm tweaking up there. I had I had the um. It's ironic. Right. You didn't shower two days, right? But you didn't stink. I had these Kyries on, and I was walking all day, and and I was in the section okay. with Jay Lethal's family. Um, okay. Matt Taven's family, and um, and and the Briscoes family. And when I tell you, my Kyries had the whole section boofing. I was so embarrassed, but I felt bad, right. but I was like, damn, you know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't know, you know, sometimes you, you don't know when your kicks turn bad on you. My shit's turned, they turned heel on me right then and there. And I'm a real dude. That's why I'm even telling the story. But it was so funny because I I could see that they was like, certain people moved to the other <laughs> side. I was like, yeah, man. I'm like, damn. I'm, li- I'm living every wrestling stereotype right, right now. Like, I'm stink. I was more like, bust. Steak feet, but then what was so crazy? I ended up and my man shot my man. Good shout out as many people as you can possibly shout out. First episode, we rocking. But but shout my so my man drum tweeted because he's I I didn't even know I had I I bumped into my man Johnny Johnny McDonald too. Yep, another the good. yeah, McDonald. McDonald. You know the McDonald gang is same same. Yeah, it's love. Same, yeah, same energy. We go down there. We go. We I I meet up with down there. He's like, yo. He tweeted. He was like, I see, I see Julio running, barreling down the garden steps, because it was during Okada. So I caught the main event right. front, like like in a good ass closer to the damn ring. So, but then that was the night I had finally 
Because, you know, I used to go to war in the city with everybody like, yo, this um, Connor's overrated. Y'all hyping him. I still feel the same way about um, okay. Kanahashi. I ain't gonna hold y'all. I still. Okada, I didn't. You know, I'll, I'll tell you something. So I didn't. I, I didn't see Okada he's live. A star. I, I I did not see that. So so I I oh. had left MSG yeah. early. I left right before the main event started. You know, because you know mm. certain things had happened. And I was you know with some girl. You know, I'm not gonna bring that story up right now because yeah. that's a that's a different different thing, but she's yeah, like, you want to just leave yeah. early and be traffic. Yeah, that's a good thing. Sure, I don't give a shit. These makes no difference. So I did not see Okada. Yeah. So I that's 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 a little wow. bit of a Damn. that's like one of the blemishes of of that trip. There's not very many blemishes. Here's a funny story. Here's a funny story. So I was I was supposed to I ended up seeing a shorty linking up with a shorty that night, but she was pissed because I had her waiting outside, and you know she had like a real sexy dress on too, so she was outside waiting, and I and I was gonna leave after that because that's how much I right. was like I don't give a damn about no Okada I got some I got some good waiting for me I'm on I'm in your bag like I'm about to go home. But then I'm like, nah, let me, then my man said, you meet me in the front, me in the front. So I'm like, all right, fuck it, let me go run down and go. So I literally ran down to catch Okada match, and she was pissed oh, and shit. gave me work the whole trip back to Queens. So it's kind of funny that you left early, and I, right. and well, I stayed and you know, got that, in trouble that's, with a shorty. It's just one of those so things, you like, know. I, I, it's one of those blemishes, but at the same time, there was one of very, things. very few blemishes of that entire weekend that I was there. That was the best weekend of my entire life. It was yeah. it was awesome. I got to meet a bunch of cool people. I got to meet Brian Pillman yeah. Jr. Uh, met Tessa, which fuck Tessa. Uh, she, she's in that Terry train. Fuck her. Mm, yeah. Yeah. You on that Terry train, mommy? You know, Terry <laughs> train got I it. I can't fuck with Impact. You I can't fuck with Terry Impact train. now because she's the world champion. I just I can't. I keep up with it. Like I'll I'll, I'll find shit on Twitter. I haven't watched since I've watched her win the title and I didn't since. haven't watched since. And you know, Dave Chris is a is a friend of mine, uh part of OBE, and he's gonna be on the pod at some point. And he was he was he was already technically on the pod. I just couldn't get oh, it uploaded, and by the time I did upload it. Yeah, right, right, right. Those another always guys too. They got busy enough. And 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 don't get it twisted too. I'm a big like, I'll come clean. I love TNA. I was even on the TNA. ROH, I was on the TNA. TNA had I had everything. the hot box. I had the legal cable. And I was, of course, let me tell you how I, I was, I had the legal cable box. So I was scrolling. Shout out to everybody that know I'm talking about New York. There's the hot box. I had the legal cable box one day and it was a Wednesday. I'm scrolling through the right. channels. You know what I'm saying? Come clean. I was probably looking for some porn or some shit. Like whatever the free porn shit was. I'm skipping through the porn channel with 63. 61 had like the events and pay-per-views. I'm scrolling through. I hit channel 61. I see Scott Hall. I'm like, what my man Scott Hall doing? I see Scott Hall in the mix. Okay. I see Jerry Lynn in the mix. That's when I see Loki for the first time. AJ Styles for the first time. I'm like, yo, what is this? Um, I was like, they got legends coming in here too. That's why it's kind of funny because now everything's about... Oh, legends this, legend that. Well, let me tell you something. Okay, I, we're going to talk about legends here in a second. We're going to talk legends about legends. And, 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 but, but keep going. Yeah, we're going to get into that because 
but with the TNA, they had legends. I was interested. Then uh, Daniels. guys like AJ Styles, Amazing Red, Jerry Lynn. Well, not, not Jerry Lynn. Christopher Daniels. Pardon me, Christopher Daniels. Um, okay. I, I'm gonna bring a name from the past, man. My man Sonny Siaki, man. I, I thought I thought he was gonna be the one. He was. He was I good. He was, he was be the good next spot, one. I was wrong about it. Didn't it, but... work out. It did not. You know what's real fucked up? They had Okada too. It didn't work didn't out. Have him do man, shit. But my man, shot. Nah, they didn't. They had him as right. uh, Samoa Joe's um, little like blacky young boy, if you will. But they did it like a not like an honorable Japan young boy. It was like a weird, right, funny American version of young. You know how we do. We always mess some up. But he would, but I, you know, it's not like he ain't do nothing that he would have not been doing it. He would have been right. somebody's young boy in New Japan at that time too. It's just that it was a whack right. gimmick that they had, but. The yeah, but it just didn't the pan same. out he for him. Joe Young boy. Yeah, it was garbage, and now, he, well, now they're making him suffer. Yeah, TNA has. TNA been paid. You know, they should have paid a lot of guys. They should have done a lot of things way differently. Never brought in Terry <laughs> and Eric. That's when it started to just get worse. Yeah. And then they, you know they went down. Then you know Matt Hardy brought them up, and then it'd be sweet if Matt Hardy brought them up again. But he's not going back to Impact. You know he's going to AEW. But that's a different topic that I really don't I don't care enough about. Like it like, cool, good good for you guys. Yeah. Like congratulations. You know. But you know, TNA for me was the shit. My my boy BJ, <laughs> shout out my boy BJ. That's whose kids that we took to the NXT and they, their eyes just lit up when we walked in and then when they were watching the show and everything. But you know, we'd always my mom had babysat him when even when I was in, you know in my mother's womb and shit. So I was just like, oh, okay. So I was always friends with BJ. And then he calls me up one day. He's like, there's a new wrestling promotion I found. There's a pay-per-view for 10 bucks. Get down here. Okay. Well, this was at 9.51, and this is the replay. So at 10 in the morning, the thing hits on. Yeah. So I quickly, you know, brush my teeth, put some deodorant and some spray on. And mm-hmm. then I fly on my bike. I get there with like a minute remaining. He's like, all right, I just ordered it. I was like, okay. So we sat down watching. You know, there was a, you know, it was the weekly pay-per-view. So those were sweet. So then, like, we're oh, we don't, we can just pay 10 bucks every week. And his parents usually mm-hmm. do it for us because, you know, we have nothing else to do. So we just watch that every Wednesday or every Wednesday or Thursday, probably Thursday when they, you know, when they came out on replay. And then, you know, so we saw it. So AJ Styles was, was my yeah. guy. Like, that was, he's still my guy. I, I can't wait for him and Undertaker at Mania. I, I, I know people are shitting on the, ooh, the Undertaker's, ooh, blah, blah. no, yep, no, no. Yep. AJ Styles is going to bring out the best Undertaker match in, since CM Listen. Punk. Since CM Punk yeah, tell at 29. Tell that's going to be the best tell Taker em. match that we've seen at Mania since then. AJ, go give Taker his last Yeah, I'm going to stand there with you. That, it. No, that's exactly right. They, and it, and it might be it. the OC and AJ versus Black and the Undertaker. I, I wouldn't be mad at that but I'd like to see it, it reminds me of the I wouldn't uh, be mad at that either. Evolution I wouldn't, versus Rock and I only I at 20 but the only way I only way I want that they gotta go all the way with it I want I want I want the 1994 vignettes like well they got three weeks to do that I don't know if they're doing vibes. that vibes I was the it's like a month out. Yeah, a month out today. Three weeks. Shit is short. Well, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, come on. That's enough time. 
like Alistair goes to the cemetery to find Taker or to take a find. Right. I mean, like, you know what's funny about that? Cheesy. And, and, like, and that was it's a timekeeper's podcast. That's what correct? I, I have that correct. So, so I hit you up. I listened to the first episode, first or second yes, episode. Time I think it was the first podcast, one, maybe the second sure. one. I don't remember. But I hit you up right after that, and I was like, this is right up my alley because I watch a bunch of old school wrestling, not old school like 80s and stuff, but like early 90s so i've went back and i've watched every raw from i started in 93 and and like i'll watch episodes and then fall asleep to them you know catch back up what happened and keep watching them and and lately Mm -hmm. and what i like to do before big pay-per-views or any pay-per-view is go back and watch ones from previous years so i watched wrestlemania eight and nine the other night i started 10 yesterday and that's just something that you know it's cool to me that you know i go back and watch all this shit i'm like oh that was cool and it's where I get some of my, my article ideas for. And for those of you who do not know, I write for Gorilla Position. I'm a columnist there where every every Thursday I come out. Every Thursday I come out shit. with a new column. I've uh, written about Vince McMahon deserving his flowers as a commentator. Uh, last week was Farewell, the Revival. That's another F for FTR. Uh, this week I wrote about greatest mm-hmm. to never win a world championship and not and not everyone's going to win a world championship because it's just not possible. There's this one belt to go around mostly in every promotion, two if you're WWE, three if you want to consider NXT. But no, you can't not everyone can win. And uh I don't remember what the fourth one is right now, but you know, grillposition.com, go find that every Thursday. It's funny that you 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 you, you have made that article. And I was thinking that last night when I was watching AEW, I was like, Cody really don't need a belt. Right. I wish they wouldn't have blown really that stipulation that where he can't where he challenge for the title. But Moxley said he'd be willing to forego yeah, that. Yeah, but see that? And I, that's all I've been... I yeah, I saw that the other day. I think it might have been after Revolution. Oh, I think did it was. That. Maybe just in an interview. But he oh, said okay. he would forego that You know, if it came down to that. Yeah, because I like because th- that was starting that always that stipulation always bothered right, me. Wow, so and so is champion, not forever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. But he wanted to really just give it on some like so then that and they just seeing Jake the sneak out there. I'm like, and then it just started to click with me. He hangs with on Anderson. Jake the Snake, his brothers, maybe he just don't want the belt. And I'm thinking of like, because uh-huh. I I listen to a lot of Conrad and, and, and Bruce Pitcher, and they, they always talk about well, why he ain't get the belt. No, he, he really need doesn't need the belt. Need a, the belt. Like, like, cause he his oh, storylines, you know, I don't I I don't fuck with AEW as you know. I was uh, I've talked about on your podcast. Uh, I don't fuck with it that much. I think it's WCW 2.0. Uh, I think they're very very reliant on former WWE stars. I, and, and and they are making their own. They're making their own stars. Don't get me wrong. And, you know, I don't watch it. I don't watch, you know, Dynamite every week. Uh, I did watch no, half or... Uh, now, why you don't watch Dynamite every week? Right, so I, I'll watch... I, I understand I'm, why I'm you like working, NXT I'll watch better. NXT Live. But why you don't watch uh, Dynamite? That, that's just priority to me. That's just, you know, better wrestling to me. But if even if I wasn't off, I would still watch that live. But I... Most everything I need to know from Dynamite I can see on Twitter. So it's not like it's like must see. Like I heard about the Bucks and uh, mm-hmm. Kenny and Hangman match that some said was the greatest of all time. I went back, I watched it, just you know, match. let myself be fully invested Incredible. into the match, and it was a great match. <clears throat> it was one of the better ones I've seen. It wasn't the best I've seen, you know. 
Now, you was fully invested, but have you been invested in this? Now, I'm I'm not here to say it's the greatest either. Um, so I, it's not even nothing to even debate you on with that because I don't think I wouldn't say it's it was a great match. No, I enjoyed I it a lot. Really I really, the hell really out did that enjoy match. it, but I just don't why, think it was the best tag team match I've ever seen. I don't think it was on par with the hype that it got. And maybe that's just me, but I just don't see the best tag team match I've ever seen. And you know, I can understand. Man. What's the best tag so, team match you ever seen? One non a non traditional tag team match is TLC one. And so that you know it's non traditional because it's not you know not two on two, it's not tagging in okay. now, it's just chaos. Now, you, when you say TLC1, because, you know, we're historians, are you talking SummerSlam TLC1, or are you talking the Triangle no, the, Ladder the, Match from WrestleMania? The SummerSlam, the, the official TLC1, TLC. not the Triangle Ladder Match, because that was sweet. The Triangle Ladder Match was awesome, too. Okay, okay. But, okay. no, the one from, you know, so the original TLC, yeah, yeah. where it was, you know, where all the weapons were supposed to be included, and not just the okay. ladder. Dumb. But uh, that, that comes okay. up there. Uh, one of my favorites yeah, yeah. is okay, uh, DIY, DIY and Revival. Uh, the two out of three falls match that they had. Uh, one is uh, the two-man power trip, not the two-man sour zip. Uh, Triple H and Stone Cold against Chris Jericho and Chris Benoit. Were, uh, <laughs> Triple H tore his quad. But, you know, he told Jericho to keep a, a reply that, you know, Walls of Jericho on the announce table anyway. That was a fantastic match. And that that's up there. I I would rate that probably higher. Yeah, okay. I'm not mad at those. Those is is a um, little fun fact. Everybody knows about my crazy DVD collection, but SummerSlam 2002. The, That's when Rashawn Michaels came back. Is my first DVD ever bought. That started. Yeah, that's the one that started my. No, pardon me then. Yep. Which one is the? Yeah, came yeah, back the, yeah. Triple Sean H. came back as the ladder man, and they had DLC the ladder. Match. No, no, no. Excuse me. Pardon me. SummerSlam 2000 and SummerSlam 2000 is where I started my collection. Whichever one was the that yeah, I'm bugging. That's the TLC Rock Triple H Kurt Angle main event. That's the first DVD I ever purchased. Okay. I got like a thousand DVDs. That was the first one. That started my collection. I don't think any. I don't think I ever said that publicly, but that's the first one that okay. started my collection. SummerSlam 2000, with the Rock on the cover, the Kurt Angle, the, the Triangle. But I want to before I forget the thought. I think you should give AEW a shot because now. Okay, so I was first. a big you know wrestling. Did you like fan, WCW so whatever wrestling back in the day? Get, you know, I was more of a WWE guy. That was my. That was my. Those are my guys. You know, mm-hmm. Shawn Michaels, Stone Cold, Undertaker, Mankind. You know, Gold Dust and you know all of them dudes, The Rock, you know New Age Outlaw. So I was a WWE guy. I had a lot of their action, okay. a lot of their action figures. Like I've had a bunch of those in my lifetime. And I, and I did fuck with WCW, so I would tape one while watching the other. So I would usually tape Raw and then watch WCW the next day after school, or watch some of it before school and then finish it after school, okay. or vice versa, depending on what was happening. And there's some things I do like about AEW, so I don't just hate it outright. Uh, I did like the uh, Cody and the uh, MJF storyline. Yeah. You know what I caught of it. Uh, Wardlow, I'm real high on Wardlow. Yeah. I got to see him. He's in a, a somewhat local promotion for me. I've seen him a few times live. Yeah, did you see him? He's, you saw him before? You know, he's the real deal. 
he's going to be a great addition to that once they figure out how to use him outside of, you know, the diesel role up to the, to the Shawn Michaels of MJF. But, uh, yeah, he's fantastic live. And someone the other day was like, yeah, oh, yeah, uh, which I like. Cause that's a good Wardlow hit a swanton. What? Well, he's been doing that for, for years now. You know, so he's, you know, he's uh, an up and comer. He, yeah. Yeah. He's been doing his thing for, uh, so he's been doing IWC. this thing. It's I, based out like, of like Pittsburgh. Oh yeah, yeah I, rem- I know. Like, I remember them there. well. They very historic indie company. They Elias. Had, uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, his Corey Graves. His name's joking wild there. now. Uh, yeah, yeah. DJ Z. Oh, um, DJ. Uh, yeah, they've had Z- they've Z- had Z- quite Z- a few guys, and they have a Night of Legends thing that's about forty five minutes from where I live. So I've been to it a few times, got to meet the Hardy Boys uh, like a week after they won the titles at Mania in return, or maybe it was two weeks after, but they got to honor that, bring the titles there. They couldn't wrestle, but, you know, I got to meet them. Uh, So that was pretty cool. But they have legends come there every year. So, you know, I saw Wardlow through that. He was a former Justin LaBar. Shout out my guy, Justin LaBar. Uh, He was one of his clients in the show and now he's now he's moved on to AEW and that's sweet uh, I don't like a lot of the dark faction shit so there's the dark order there was the there was like the nightmare collective there was the nightmare collective oh, shit and now there's see I think I like I think Jay I Robert, like so I still haven't watched the promo I'm gonna go back and watch it. I heard, you know he killed it but he said something about yeah it's just like, like yeah that was a little on, yeah man. the like, dark side thing was a little weird, weird when they already had like dark that. order like, I hear you yeah. And then they got. And see, I don't mind now. the factions. There's a lot really, of you know, going people on, on Twitter today. Oh, there's too many factions. Well, I like a lot of factions. As some people have said, it interweaves storylines, gets different matchups. You know, this, this, and this. Some have the titles involved. Some don't. You know, it just. But I don't know. But there's some things that you know. I see. I like. I like Darby Allen a lot. Yeah. Uh, I've seen some of his stuff. I saw some of his indie stuff, and then. A little bit of his AEW stuff, yeah, but him and good. Sammy Guevara tore it up the other night. And that was incredible. Uh, I wish that the match just would have been like no DQ and then the beginning of the match before it started would have just been part of the match. I mean, I guess it was part of the match, but the bell didn't ring yet. So, like, the match wasn't underway. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Right. I still need to go back and watch yeah, uh, Orange Cassidy and Pac. I heard off. that was a great match, too. I'm not gonna watch Jericho and Moxley. I just think Moxley is trash. Yeah, that was fun. Nothing's gonna change my mind on that. <laughs> yeah, I could argue with you. I think I think right, Moxley that, is. That, there's nothing against you like him. Like you like him, you don't. You don't. Like great. I'm glad. I'm glad you're happy, but but he also went out of his way. Exactly. Every single. No, I get it. I get was, it. He, oh, he in does... WWE, I couldn't do this. Couldn't do this. In AEW, I can do this. In New Japan, I can say fuck. All right, sweet dude. Like, just let it go. It's it's over. You still can't defend. You can't defend right. none of your belts. Right. Can't do in, that right. in opposite countries, though. You can't do that, though. You can't defend your world title in Japan. Like, what the you fuck can't is defend that? your U.S. title. In America, that and that was that, and that right. was such a bad look because that was like the first thing. Like it wasn't yeah. even like three months in, and he already had restrictions. I'm like, damn, I get it. Don't get it. I get the logistics of it. So somebody right. that's listening is gonna be like, blah 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 blah. No, I get it. But it's just funny that he's saying, "Oh, I'm free. I'm free." And then 
July rolls around and he can't even defend the U.S. title. And and that, that kind of affected. Yeah, sure did. You know, played a part in that July yeah, show sure for did. New Japan. Uh, yeah. Not so being that, such a great. Seller. So I, I see different things in AEW. Like I see it all on Twitter. You know, I see it some in the city. Uh, I just what drives me away from it, honestly, is you know the fans, or as I call them, the stands. And no matter what they do, it's perfect. And no matter, and some have that aspect of well. WWE could never do this, or WWE is shit right now. If there's not something in WWE right now, over the three brands that you are not, you know, attracted to every week, I don't know what's wrong with you. And like, maybe there isn't anything wrong with you. Maybe something wrong with me. But Raw has been cooking for better part of two and a half months now with Paul mm-hmm. Heyman, you know, getting more of a say. Uh, NXT it just, you know, cooks all the time. You know, they have great storylines that, and they set up a lot of things last night. Uh, for TakeOver Tampa, you know, SmackDown's hit and miss. But, you know, there's there has to be something on the three brands that, you know, attracts you to it, and it's not all just shit. But you know how wrestling fans are. There's Daniel Bryan said they're fickle. Yeah, that was the, that's why he's my GOAT, man. He said the real shit, and, and it's facts. Like, once he said that, that's all it was. He fickle. Right. And uh, you know, but we're gonna get into all that, I'm sure. Speaking of you know, all the three brands, so we're gonna talk a little bit more about you know, lead up to TakeOver Tampa and WrestleMania in Tampa, which it, it's still scheduled to go as planned, uh, despite the coronavirus outbreaks. Uh, there's two in Tampa Bay, so you know, obviously, obviously yeah, that's gonna be yeah, I just don't see why people wouldn't wash their hands anyway, wash your hands. but you know, hopefully in Tampa, I, I'll probably just you know, fist bump you. You know, the people I'm going with, you know, you know, you'll probably hug and stuff, you know, <laughs> each other, you know, say goodbye to one another. But I don't know about shaking the hands and stuff. Even the people I know that aren't even close to that shit, just, I just <laughs> whatever. But uh, what what are you liking heading into uh, WrestleMania weekend here in, in Tampa here in a few weeks? Okay, what I'm liking with WrestleMania is, um, damn. I'm liking. Love that. I'm liking Drew and Brock. I'm really excited about that. I'm excited about AJ and Styles. Um, I'm, I'm really, even though I'm I'm intrigued, Not I wouldn't say excited, okay. but I'm intrigued to see where they go with Gargano and Ciampa. Right now, the roles are reversed, though. So because it's like game, what that can neck you do that you have? Your going to target Tampa's neck, and it's going to yeah, be a great which story. Which is fun, exactly. I'm with. I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to. Uh, I think it's going to be dream. It's going to be dream. If did you see NXT last night? Cold, like, where, where I, I got to watch that. I'm about to. Yeah, I get well, off, get that, off the um, last night's episode you, tells you what you need to know that. for Takeover Tampa. For Adam Cole, and how they get there, it, it's really okay. Different than what okay. you normally yeah. see, and you know you'll like that. And they had another cage match to start the show with Tegan Knox and Dakota Kai. The ending of that was crazy too. Like I, I haven't seen that before, and it was it was pretty dope. What's that? Okay, I'm ex- you know what sucks. NXT is really really the better show. And I'm talking, and this is from a guy that I've been like, 
full transparency, I've been watching AEW first because I, and I think that's that kind of hurting the next the night on the network. That we know what we're getting with NXT. So like, AEW feels more exactly. musty because there's not another version of it on TV or on the net, on their network or anything. Yeah, and, and it's like. And we know what we're getting. We don't know what we're getting with this. It's like a it's like a live car crash every week. You you were just seeing what happens. NXT, like without you telling me right. that, I know I got a dope NXT show ahead of me waiting for me. You know what I'm saying? And then I've there's been times where I'm looking at the ratings and then I'm watching this and the ratings are not saying NXT quote unquote lost. They've had the better last show. Three, so four I think weeks, they're like they've had the better show for the three last and three, one or something. Weeks. AEW is, which, you know, when the, the shit first started, AEW was all talk and all the fans like, oh, yeah, well, you know, they wanted the war. But as you've seen in the city as some things have transpired in there, you know, they didn't want that war. They didn't want the smoke, as the Street Profits would say. They didn't want that shit. They didn't. Oh, well, it's, it's a startup company. It's they're two months old. They're blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's this, this, and that. Like, like, shut Ain't nobody want that smoke, man. Nobody want that smoke. Everybody, let me. And, and there was, was just they, a lot of passive aggressive. And then, and then you know, met you with know, friend, with real friend energy. Show, Sam and CJ out to them. They they they're not there anymore. So it was some. It was some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> out to the game. It ain't been the same without him, man. I, somebody gotta say it. I'm just saying. Fuck it. It ain't been the same without him. I, I love Suplex City. Facts. I fuck with um, CJ and Sam. It's all love. It. It's love even with everybody's love behind the scenes. Everything's good. But, all right, um, it is it? You know, it ain't the same without my guys there. So it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's, it's like, you're at school and you're, yep. you know, you're, you're man at the lunch yep, table. Yep, sure and is. And, to another it is, school it is what it is. So it's like, you know. But. And then it was just funny because it was like the passive aggressive, like so. All right, the same way that I guess my guy Sam. Sam was a, a shout out to King of Soul style. The way the way you could say like Sam was an antagonist, right? But it wasn't like it was direct. That was the problem, maybe too direct. And right after he left, it was like mad passive aggressive, like, oh, we're tired of the AEW WWE war. And then, like, the right. next six posts. Yeah, and that's what I said. Now it's like, what, what backhanded are we compliments, like, you know, shade. I, I'm, I'm still in there, still comment here and there. You know, it, it's a great. It is. It's. It is. And you know, you know, shout out to yeah, Will it's, for it's, all it's, that. It's a great place. I I still love some places. Because overall, the yeah, especially when you're friends with a lot of them, like a lot of us, our friends are are um, were friends, you know, or, you know, not as close anymore. Exactly. Some just not at all. Yeah, and it's funny because I got a bunch of my boys from my neighborhood right. in that group now, and like even Jamal, like that runs the mod, and he's a like he's a mod as well. Like he's like we was like he, I'm like his young boy like we was he was a, one of the old generations but the more he been outside like so it, it's just right. like home team is still family it, it, to see low post and then a couple of my other boys drop in every now and then and then on top of that with y'all it's so funny because it's like man this is all my my real life my internet life all in one and then everybody's good people but um. 
you know, shout out to the ladies. Yeah, that, that is like for city. sure. You know, we love y'all, yeah, man. There's not really anyone I, I truly probably hate, oh, yeah. but, you know, there's a lot of people I really dislike. But, a lot you know, of ladies. Those people I just stay away from now, you know, before. Yeah, yeah, oh, there's, there's yeah, yeah. Love and rest. We had, cla- we had some classic moments in there, man. <laughs> <laughs> You know, that, you know, that's just, that's just, oh that's just something God. that, you know, I that think I said something crazy. about at the beginning of the show, oh how wild God. it is, who comes into your life from different perspectives, but like a pro wrestling thing. So like me and you were obviously fans, didn't know shit about one another until we were in the same wrestling group that consists of maybe five, six, seven hundred other people and just, you know, hit it up, you know, met each other, you know, now we're talking now. Mm-hmm. On my podcast, I've been on your podcast. We're going to, you know, continue to do things like this. And it's just wild to me how many connections you can make in the wrestling world to, you know, better yourself. And now uh, it makes sense. And I was saying this and I tweeted this when I was at the Barclays because I was drunk and I really had a moment like walking in there. I'm like, I'm literally seeing all walks of life. Like, I'm seeing the hood niggas, I'm seeing nerds, I'm seeing right. handicapped, I'm seeing bad women, ugly women, um, skinny, fat, Everything. short, black, Chinese, brown, everything in there. You know what I mean? It could have been a racist in there that I hated. That's how, like, so much wrestling brings literally all walks of life. And when you have moments like right. the Street Profits win or the moments of like Drew kicking Brock's face in three times, we're all united. I don't care if if you like the Red Sox no, whoa, whoa, whoa. or Tom, you like the Red Trump Sox or you and, like Hulk Hogan. And, and, and Perry. But Let's not do that, 45 and Terry. <laughs> Let's not do that because that's my squad. Let's not pair them into that shit. I know Boston is known as a racist-ass city, but let's just keep my socks out of this shit. <laughs> There we go. <laughs> okay, we put the Astros in. No, it's all love wrestling Astro events fans. for the most part. I've never like, experienced like any you know, hostility it, at a wrestling event that I've been to. Love, I've been to uh, you know, for quite a few. It don't be, and that's why it's so funny when people be getting like right. a little aggressive and like not even just in Suplex City, but on Twitter and all this aggression. And it'd be nope. love at these shows. Like, I'll be seeing none of this tough guy stuff at the shows. And it don't be none of that. That's what, and, and, and like, I don't be saying that on the right. tough guy show. I be saying it on some, like, I'm really at these events. I'm outside. Like, we be outside. Like, me and my boys, we deep. We outside. We, yep. was, we wasn't sitting next to each other. It was 4D. You know what I'm saying? That's Just like, all, uh, who's going? Weeks, oh, or, yeah, yeah, you going? You going? And, uh, Pittsburgh Raw is, It'd you be, know, coming back. And uh, it's 316, and Austin's going to be there. So that's something that I'm going to try and go to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know you guys saw him at MSG, correct? Oh, that's fire. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was the last yeah, time I was at that's, Raw that's, You know, that's a great Monday. thing to see. And so I, I've been I doing good I've this been year. Doing one good thing this where year. Stone Cold has appeared on. Uh, it was a house show back when I was like seven or eight years old. Uh, I don't remember much about it, but I remember I saw my first set of puppies. Outside of my window, some girl flashed someone, and I was like, "Oh, no!" But but seeing that on three sixteen, being down there in, in <laughs> Pittsburgh and having Austin come out, that'd be you know, the, the shit right there. 
Go to that. Go to that. I'm going to tell you why. I wasn't going to Raw on Monday. That was a last-minute decision I made. I literally made it at work. I, I, I think you retweeted. I think you – honest, that's mad funny. You're the reason I went to Raw, and that's a God-honest truth. Because I was debating on if I win, if I go or not, and I think you tweeted. And Arthur and Shayna. Alistair versus AJ. Brock's there. I was like, Raw stacked. And I was like, you said that? I was like, you're right. I'm going to Raw. That's awesome. I'm going to Raw. And it was your tweet. That's mad funny. Dead ass was your tweet. That I, that I, and I, and I saw your tweet. Oh, you're work. welcome. That's awesome. Ordered my ticket. That is awesome. So, so we're going to wrap so things you. up here. Petty Eddie. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad you came on. I'm glad yeah. we got to make some time for this. It's been a long time coming. Uh, but but yeah, I appreciate it. So go ahead and plug everything more. that you have. You have an album out. Uh, yeah, you have other podcast ventures. Uh, you just did a recent interview. Yes. I still have to go back and watch that. Get I watched that. You know, the clips that you posted. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Go back and watch that and see, you know, the different bars that you come up with that, from yesteryear. If you will, so go ahead and plug all of that. Yeah. Um, first off, thank you, Eddie, for the opportunity to even just open your platform. Um, just appreciate you. Continue on your journey. I like, I like one thing I just want to say, and this is just genuine. I like that you, you, man, you talk your shit and you stand on it and and I, and I could only respect it. I don't have to agree with everything, but you stand in that and I'm going to always agree with you standing on what you believe in. So let me just start that there. Um, no, nah, you already know. Y'all can follow me at Heartbreak Julio on Twitter, Instagram, um, type that on YouTube. Wherever you stream music at Heartbreak Julio, everything spelled correct. And that album, by the way, is fantastic. You were a fan of rap, um, I know I reached out to you when it when it came out. I I listened to it probably two or three times in a row before I switched to something else, and then I came back to it. That's what I listened to for about a week or so because I usually try to give an album like a week until I go back to you know my my either my playlist or an album that I was already. You know, listening to, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. That that's fantastic stuff. You guys go, you know, check that out. It's on all major platforms. Yeah, produced by BZ Beats Bang. Go check that out. I got some. I got a project coming up. I'm trying to drop a WrestleMania weekend. Well, I don't know how that goes with my boy Retrospect. We did from the soul last year around this time. So show love to that. Um, go to the Instagram. You can see all that content I've been releasing. And, you know, just tap in. Heartbreak Julio. Also, Don't Try This At Home podcast. D-T-T-A-H radio on Twitter. D-T-T-A-H universe on Instagram. Um, we just give that barbershop talk, man. We just we just shoot that, you know. It's like you're on the block with your friends. The same way y'all talk about basketball, football, we talk about wrestling and be passionate and be cursing and be jokes and be ignorance. You know, it's good times. Shout out to Timekeeper Podcast. I, I got my hands on a lot of things, but we just trying to build Absolutely. it. Absolutely. So. You know, coming on and, you know, and I appreciate, you know, the friendship we've formed over the past, you know, few years you in know. the city, then, you know, meeting each other last year, you know, doing different you know, podcasts and stuff. That was the, I was at WrestleMania 29 
And this is WrestleMania 32 experience. Um, what was that? What's this? WrestleMania? What's this? 32, right? 30. Okay. Wow, buggin'. It was so a great 35, one. It was, it was great. And I think I'm biased because I was there, but you know, they gave us what we wanted. Kofi won. Seth won. Becky won. Got what we wanted. And you know. It blew it out the water. And you got to understand, WrestleMania 29 was my first WrestleMania. Diddy was there. I grew up on Biggie and Bad Boy. The Rock is my favorite wrestler. And still, you know, that and that just says something because, you know, we, we all had a bunch of WrestleMania days, weekend so, experiences. Yeah. You weren't with us all the whole time. Uh, you know, when we were, you know, we, everyone chopped it up, had a good time. But just some randomness happened, some some crazy things happened. Uh, but we'll get into that at different times. Uh Man, we can talk WrestleMania weekend, WrestleMania 35 weekend. Yeah, that's for, a whole for episode hours, for that sure. one. <laughs> Especially when we add some more, you know, characters into this, you know, realm. Uh, you know, we could easily do that. But, you know, I appreciate you coming on. Go, Everyone go check out his album. Uh, like I said, it's fantastic stuff. Uh, what did you just shoot a video for? Which one? All right, we don't stop. So that's the Sandman theme one. Uh, we don't stop. Okay, yeah. And, and so I've seen the behind the scenes that's stuff that you know soon. you posted on your Instagram yeah, and, yeah, that's dropping soon. and whatnot, and that, yeah, that's that's it looks sweet. Uh, it looked pretty fucking cold, but you know it looks sweet. Yeah, that was a fun time. You know that, that that's you know that that's dope because you know a lot of people yeah were we did a video on the snow green screen, and, you know, but that's just like some real shit. So you know that makes me want to right yeah and it snowed while we was recording that's right. so, so you know go check out that stop you know, theme. Don't try we don't stop. Home, we don't let no snow uh, podcast us. you can hear a bunch of them uh, a bunch of their takes on the various world of pro wrestling you know they'll, they'll tell it how it is no bullshit no gimmicks no no this or no that no that just straight who they are uh they're good dude shout out to gino uh at gino the book go follow him too if you're gonna follow the podcast of of the two men you know you know, hit subscribe on this. Hit subscribe on on their podcast. Yes, sir. We'll do it. So, uh, moving forward, you know, I'll get into more sports, uh, more takes on how I got into sports. I'll have more friends on. Jules will come back on with me at different points. I'll have both members of Don't Trust at Home Radio yeah. with me at some point. Uh, you know, I have a lot of different things in store. I have a lot of different things that I want to work with. Uh, so yeah. you'll, everyone who's listening to this or who played to this or has hit play and has reached to this point, you know, you're going to see that over you know, the next few months and my vision is going to come out. So if you hit play on this or download or subscribe or whatever, I appreciate that. And Jules, I appreciate you coming on, man. Thanks for, thanks for everything. All right, man. I'll talk to you. And that wraps up episode two of the Petty Eddie podcast. Be sure to hit me up on Twitter at King Edward 15, hit up my man TZ at TZ Scott. Uh, Look out for his music from home beginnings. And, uh, you know, check that out. Be sure to hit subscribe. This will be on Apple uh, Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor Podcasts. There's a couple others I can't remember. But if you're listening to this and if you hit play and you reach this point, I thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening. Until next time, you be easy.